All right, guys, before we start the episode, I want to let you guys know that Zane is unfortunately not going to be joining us today. Uh, he has been having diarrhea attacks all day. <laughs> um, he's not feeling too good. Uh, he's been with us, and we, we, we thought he'd be able to, and he thought he would uh, as well, but he's really not feeling too good. Uh, but he's okay. Everything is fine. Zane is fine. Um, but unfortunately, he won't be able to join us for this episode. But we'll make the most of it. <laughs> we're going to make the most of it, and uh, we're excited to bring you guys our guest today, Hunter August. Oh, I can't. Uh, it's Hunter Mark! Yeah! Roll <laughs> yeah. uh. the intro! Alright, guys, welcome back to Zane and Heath Unfiltered. I'm Heath. Zaina's diarrhea. <laughs> this is Matt and Mariah. And hey. then we have our lovely guest today, Hunter March. Hey! Hey. I came for Zane, to be honest. That's oh, all right. no. That's so do all of our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you settle? No, Pick no, somebody. I actually, I knew you first and uh, kind of met a lot of this group because of you. So I, you know. I'll take I the credit. Thank you, Heath. This you can is, put that on my back. You, I'll carry you, that weight. Absolutely. <laughs> I would have loved to have been uh, a little bit more in, in uh, your guys' lives, but I feel like I just kind of. I'm so I'm so, I have such a small friend group anyway, and so I'm always like I was kind of like not people didn't really love me growing up like friend wise, and so I'm always like I never want to intrude. I never want to like try and be someone's friend too hard. Oh, right. Even though I would have fucking loved to have spent more time with you Especially guys. Especially the fact that we found out you were living literally cool. down the street from us for the longest time. Totally. I was we were I'm walking kind of disappointed. <laughs> I know, and now I live on the opposite side of Los Angeles, but. We're going to have dinner nights at my place for sure. At least one. I, it's happening good. soon. It's this happening good. This guy's a chef among chefs. I will cook for you guys. I'm doing plant-based this month, so we'll make buffalo cauliflower wraps. <gasps> mm. One of our favorite dishes. Really? We oh, love these buffalo. are good. I hate buffalo cauliflower. <laughs> Dude, it's the best. It's such a tease. Like it It's is. just like, it's buffalo, but it's not. It's <laughs> oh, it's... I'll make, mean, the, right. I'll make the breakfast skillet then. Did I ever make that for you? No. Dude, no, but I see it on your story all the time and yeah. it pisses me off because I need it. It's And it's I know like that's your hot dish. thing and like every girl that comes around, I'm sure you're like, no, I'll just whip something easy up for breakfast. And you just like act like you just like winged it on the spot, but really it's your go-to. I know If they is. stayed for breakfast, I feel like I already won a little bit, you know? And, <laughs> and they deserve the fucking skillet. Yeah. I, uh... Yeah, I like making the breakfast skillet, so I'll do that for you guys when you come over. It's mm. easy, it's fun. Are we it's... staying the night? Are we having a sleepover? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if everything works out, me and Matt will share a bed. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> How many bedrooms is it? It's four bedrooms. Okay, but we're sharing a bed. <laughs> come over, but... Yeah. Sorry, right, it gets real cold at night. I just need some milk and cookies. Tuck me in. Oh, that's great. I got you, big guy. We mentioned you on our last podcast. So bizarre. And I can't we, even we were, remember what Oh, we... it was when Hadaya was here. So she is like really into like confections and like baking and like sweets. So we were talking, we were like, oh, we have actually have a friend who does Sugar Rush. Mm -hmm. um, so we were like talking about you. And then, and then like, I said Hunter Marsh. And then I was like, wait, that's not his name. It's Hunter March. March and, and then, then we and then it. Mariah said something and she said I was like well now he's currently Hunter August because it was the beginning and then of August. Matt freaked out and he is is he, he doing like a he rebranded is he rebranded <laughs> I was like, oh, like no what the fuck no you just change up every season <laughs> literally every for years I was doing this where like my Twitter name I would change month to month just to whatever same on Instagram oh, I just thought it was so... funny until I realized people couldn't search me and find me anymore <laughs> they would, like search Hunter March and like Hunter July would come up 
And then they'd be like, oh, it's Hunter July. And then they would search again. It would be two months later and I would be Hunter September, you know? So it was and like, then someone has already like reserved the actual Hunter right. March and then they're trying to sell you it for yeah. like a good amount of money. Totally. If I had more money and I was more financially secure, I'd be okay with people not being able to find my Instagram, you know? <laughs> but like we're trying to still build an, a, a little bit of a nest egg here. What was your first like screen name? Like on AOL, Instant Messenger, anything like that? It was... Uh, Huntmeister. Oh, nice. which I realized because it had Mister in it, I got like grouped into like spam emails for uh, like, AARP or well, like uh, porn women would like reach out to my screen Mister. name because I had Mister. Oh, like, Mister stuff, whatever. Like it's a little lascivious. Uh, I don't know, but I got a lot, and they'd be like, "Hi, Mister Hunt," and I'd be like, "Oh," and I'd be like. <laughs> I shouldn't be talking to you. Did you ever go into those like chat rooms that were on AIM? Like that was like a crazy like. No, I wasn't allowed. I I was not in the chat rooms. No, it seems insane though. Looking back at like ch my friends who were. Oh, it was just it's like trying to actually chat like in like a, a Twitch stream feed, uh, but it was just uh, ASL, okay. ASL, ASL. <laughs> All of that. Did you see the video of the two kids like at like a baseball game, mm -hmm. and they're sitting in the grass, and the one kid like taps his buddy. I, what are they probably like, eight? Yeah, uh, yeah, like eight, ten, nine, ten. somewhere yeah. around there. And the kid turns his phone to show the other kid, and it's this girl <gasps> with like these big boobs, no! and she's like doing this like dance thing. And then he's looking at it, and like they're filming this, showing it, and then the kid goes like this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he just like oh throws his gosh. head back. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. So we really didn't like get into like Hunter, who you are and like what you do. You are an incredible TV host and a, now a podcast host as well on a bunch of different dream. stuff. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> really? I always have kind of this like weird like and I'm glad Jealousy. we're reconnecting because I never knew when we would cross paths again. Cause when we met a few years ago, you were doing YouTube, Awesomeness TV, a lot of hosting mm -hmm. stuff. And then after we met we didn't see you. You just skyrocketed. It was like Sugar Rush on Netflix, Hunter March, the coach, the co the host. And then <laughs> the coach. Uh, the he's thinking about that baseball game. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like movies. <laughs> it's, it's messed up my mind. And then, uh, and then now, and then you're also on uh, E hosting yeah. Nightly Pop as well. Yeah. I know. I was in a That's hotel so room cool. just going through the channels. <laughs> I'm like, there's Hunter. What the hell? And now you're also hosting a podcast with Paris Hilton, correct? Yeah, which is so random. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's random. I will say the other two, all part of the plan. The Paris Hilton thing, nobody, nobody expected. How did that pair that. get matched up? I had done some stuff with iHeartRadio, like just been like a guest on other people's podcasts, kind of like as just being a pretty open, straight guy. Like I've gone on podcasts and talked about like my sex life and stuff like that. And I think the women who listen to these mostly female audience podcasts were like we want more info from hunter on like that perspective so iheart was like let's do a show with you and just nothing ever happened you know and then they had a pot paris wanted to do a podcast and they did a big deal and they're like we want paris to have a co-host who has some experience in the podcast and hosting and world sex and, and who's really good at sex he's gonna have a <laughs> big old dick and i was like i can help with some of that and uh so i had like a FaceTime with her. I was in Costa Rica visiting my dad and they were like, we want you to FaceTime with Paris. Meet her and if she likes you, you can be the thing. That's so oh sick. Oh my gosh. If you've ever been to Costa Rica, not known for their Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, it was the worst phone call I've ever been on in terms of service. And I didn't find out till afterwards that she had only heard every fifth word I said. And you still nailed it. 
But apparently those fifth words are fucking gold. Wow. Uh, I got it. And they all piece together to yeah. form the perfect sentence. Those, every, those <laughs> yeah. five words. I love you. <laughs> I love him. He's perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, she, uh, I, you know, and I wasn't, I, I'm kind of too young for like the Paris mania too. Like, I know like a lot of my coworkers who are a little bit old, like just five years older than me were like obsessed with her. And like it was, when I was young, I didn't really follow the paparazzi or anything when she was at her club days. Um, and so when I met her, it was very much just like meeting someone I thought had an interesting life, but there wasn't that like mania and they didn't right. want that. Oh, right. They wanted someone who can kind of like just, just vibe and chill. Cause we shoot in her house and we are like, I'm at her place every week and it's like, and we have cool people on the show and they all know her and they're all enamored by her and everything. So I think they wanted someone to kind of ground it a little bit. And luckily like Paris is the nicest fucking human on the planet. I would, oh, yeah. she really is. It's or wild. from what, like you're now she kind of lately, great. you're seeing the real Paris. Cause like, yeah. cause, cause you know, it was, she, I won't say it was an act, but like you it had this misconceived, like, I mean, you, know, you could tell like this entire time that she's a genius with like her business and what she does and like so much so the plans that she's like, you know, set up along the way. Mm -hmm. Like you can tell she knows exactly what she's doing. Um, and it's kind of cool to like obviously like now seeing her like being older being like, yeah, I'm not a fucking idiot. Like, she's great. And she's like, it's funny because like when we're doing the podcast every once in a while, like someone will say something and she'll go loves it and then like <laughs> we'll end the podcast and i'm like what are you doing this weekend Paris?" she's like i'm making lasagna you know it's like she's got like a normal her vo normal voice is a lot deeper she's also like she is really tall like she's like an adult woman but this whole like infatuation for her was built on this idea of like look how <laughs> you know like vulnerable and ditzy i am and it's just not the case i always love that now that i wow. know it's all an act wow. she's that's really cool the sweetest richest person i know <laughs> nice. i love that yeah she invited me to her birthday party like weeks after we started the podcast and it was like us it was like me and like 40 of her closest friends and her closest friends are like katie couric and Iggy what Azalea. the fuck what? yeah katie, katie couric, couric? going over to paris hilton's house oh me and katie couric had like an hour-long conversation about hosting and she is also the sweetest like paris attracts sweet people because the other people get weeded out of her life so fast. She's surrounded by cool people now who are just so nice to talk to. I lit her cigarette wow. one time. Did you really? <laughs> Matt was waiting. I, I wouldn't, My I'm turn. Not, <laughs> I'm not putting it out there like, oh, she like smokes, but you know, she may be like, you know, have one he, at a party. It's so funny, like the way you said, like he's talking about like being a host with her, going to the party, hanging out with us, and like his one up sort of was, <laughs> I lit her cigarette once. Take that, your yeah, turn. I've, so, to be fair, I've never done that. <laughs> never given me the opportunity yeah, interesting no. okay uh, so it was pretty cool lighting your cigarette and then i was so amazed by like the conversation after i don't remember it but the entire time i was like this is paris hilton but like she is not acting like the paris hilton i knew this is there's an aura yeah. around her where you're like oh i'm kind of i'm in the dream world right now a little bit of like oh because everything around her was so like dream it was like a weird like i mean good and bad it felt fake like the world that like the obsession and everything so when you meet her you're like oh there's this person that everybody else cares so much about that idea of like i forgot who said this but it's this idea of celebrity it's like we would on we only exist because other people care about us that's the only reason celebrity <gasps> exists if we didn't, we have no value. Right. In terms of the celebrity part, now some people have a craft like acting or whatever, blah, blah. But again, if the people don't care about you, your entire being goes away. And when it's that big, it's like this collect. We all agree that person's famous. And then meeting oh, yeah. them is 
meeting them is like something because you not only feel it for yourself, but you feel like, oh, out of all the people, I get to meet her. Wow. You know, that's interesting. interesting. That is very interesting. And then if you think about it too much, you get sad. And you're I like, am I sad. Don't know if I I'm miserable. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I built my whole thing on this. Now I'm not going to be able to sleep. Yeah. So let's get into like how you even got into hosting in the first place. Are you from California? Yeah, born and raised in the Valley. Oh, Valley wow. boy. Not that far from here. Like bred to minutes. be a superstar. Well, yeah. your your grandfather was also a host. Oh, I thought you said you're a grandfather. I was like, can we tap into that? <laughs> <laughs> you're a grandfather now. Young. Yeah, that my is grandfather. So cool. He hosted the show, a show called the sixty four thousand dollar question, which was basically the first "Who wants to be a millionaire?" That's like so the idea. Oh, of, I got chills. That's so cool. Yeah, and so like, how many viewers does a Super Bowl get? I'll ask the guy with the Coors Light shirt on. Do you know how many viewers a Super Bowl gets every year? Like I said, I need to be more manly and into sports and shit like that. Like uh, I, I would between fifty, 50 and a hundred million. I think it's between fifty and a hundred million. Yeah, and that's like insane. That's like 10, 15, 20 times like what any other show or event gets. You know. Mm -hmm. My grandpa's show nightly was getting around twenty to thirty million viewers. Jesus. How many channels? You got me, yeah. you motherfucker. <laughs> um, there was like three. Three, three um, channels. But yeah, wow. so that was, and it was just such a, it was such a huge thing. But he passed away when my dad was like thirteen years old, so I never met him. Oh wow! I was never even indoctrinated into the world of hosting. It wasn't even like you're gonna be like your grandfather one day. My dad was like. Just get famous so we can fucking make money, buddy. Struggling, <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I never really had that in the in the ether. But it might have just been in the blood a little bit. This like desire to perform. Maybe you're reincarnated. Yeah, there's a chance. My grandpa was a cool guy. He was a very cool guy. He was lung no, cancer, no chance. Though, so. Oh, fuck. No lung chance. cancer. Oh yeah, but back then they were probably just ripping Sucking things down back camels. Oh, they were just having talk God. shows like this. We'd have an ashtray right in the middle and be like, "So Hunter, so the sixty-four thousand dollar question, kid. <laughs> Let's get rid of this stupid filter. Uh, yeah. yeah, unfiltered. Um, yeah, it was insane. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah, show. That's the show. That's how my grandpa died. The show's how my grandpa died. Just full circle. Um, yeah, so so when I was in high school, there was a talent show, and everybody's going up there and like singing um, Jack Johnson or whatever with their acoustic <laughs> guitar. It was like a, you know, a lot of like Panic at the Disco. And then I was like watching these auditions, and then they were like, okay, now we're gonna audition for the host. And I was like, oh, that's a thing. Like you could do that. Like you don't have to have a you don't have to have a skill, right? To do because I couldn't sing. Now people aren't really acting at talent shows. I couldn't dance. You know. And so I went up and did the audition and I was like, I did not do well, but only one other kid auditioned and that kid really fucking sucks. Call him out. You remember his name? I don't don't, don't call him out. Don't put him on blast. It's Howie Mandel. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they only casted one MC for like at the high school talent show. Yeah. For I, us, they did three. Oh, that's It was horrible. three of us. So if we I always, was, if I, I just split the my times, I'd, I'd end Oh, really? My, yeah. yeah. I'd have been pissed. <laughs> You were the host of my my uh, senior year <gasps> high school talent. I was show. the host wow. of the eighth grade variety show. The There's people, the it's the people with no talent. Yeah, nothing to fucking. But we want to be seen. But we need but we to be seen. We just needed the fucking star. So I had the talent. Oh, Most you have very clear is, talent. Oh my god, thank you. We were the ones who were, you know, hyping you the crowd up me. for you. Right. Yeah. 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 Out doing like heart breaks. That's that was good. You could have done that part. That's that. He's my trainer. Yeah. I'm yeah. on the, I, yeah, I'm on just the, the side of the stage. You're just going, trying to juice the funny, different. <laughs> so I hosted the talent show. So and you're I, a superstar. I had the best time hosting the talent show, and I was like, oh, I want to kind of do that. And then 
I went to college to become an English teacher because that was just a little bit more realistic. Like what college, Mr. March. I went. It's Harvard Sister School. It's called Moore Park Community College. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Google it. Harvard Sister School. Um, no, it's a community college near where I live. Just because I didn't do well in high school, like I only cared about making people laugh, and in that process, alienated myself so much. Like I had no friends growing up because I only wanted to like perform, and I couldn't turn it off. I really could not. Were you sent to the principal's office a lot? A couple times I was sent to the principal's office for saying jokes that were too far. But, like, it wasn't funny. Like, it wasn't good. I was mm -hmm. learning. The principal tried to cancel him. You just wanted to get a reaction yeah. out of people. You being funny? I, Say yeah. something funny. I huh? make me laugh. Funny, and when I couldn't, I would try and get a reaction out of people. I'd try and get a rise out of people. And it wasn't even intentional. I wasn't trying to upset anybody. But this is, like, a true story. I, I When I was in middle school, I threw a birthday party. I invited like 20 kids from the school and like I even went up to a couple other kids. I'm like, sorry, I would have, but and not enough invites, you know? <laughs> uh, and when I, I had my mom and my dad were divorced since I was a child, but my mom had like middle class money, gated community, pool, all that. My dad, we were very poor for like living in LA. I was not middle, middle wait, class. Wait, you're middle class. I, was, I thought I was middle class. It was like upper middle class, I guess. There we but go. That's middle better. class. But we had a used previous model Ferrari. Like it was nothing nice. <laughs> so Ferrari is what gives it away. Okay. I, yeah, <laughs> I was not. Um, no, we, yeah, we were sort of like upper middle class. And then my dad, we were not. We like lived in the worst part of like uh, Woodland Hills, like Canoga Park area, next to Triple X, the porn place that, or the strip club that everyone's like, that's the worst strip club in LA, but they have signs everywhere. Oh. We were on the other side of the alley. Um, in oh a really what shitty makes it the worst strip club? Uh, there's a video by Vice about the guy who owns it, and it's insane. <clears throat> oh. That guy's bananas. You gotta watch it. Just have Google you been it. to it? I've never been to that strip club, no. I've been to strip clubs, and I hated the way they treated the women. <laughs> Nice. The That's what makes it the and worst. He's a gentleman. Play the nice guy music right there. Um, uh, I tried to save them. Um, so I, uh, I thought it was the worst strip club because they're just like coming out with a glove and they're just like. We no. have our title. That's it. Hunter March saved a stripper. <laughs> Multiple strippers. Yeah. Multiple strippers. Like, okay. Come, we can go. And she's no, like, that was making him a ton to... of money right now. No. no, I'm actually really happy. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here. Get out of here, pervert. I'm not going home with you. <laughs> yeah. There's no winning there. Um, but yeah, so we lived in a bad part of the area and we we're like 30 minutes away from the school because I went to the school in the top of the valley, but my dad couldn't afford to live over there. And birthday parties on a Saturday and like our apartment, we put up a balloon. My dad was like, what do you want to eat? I was like, there's going to be a lot of kids here. So what can we get for 25 kids? And my dad's like, I can get, I can afford KFC. That's about it in nice. terms of our options. So we got like <laughs> 60 pieces of chicken, two buckets of mashed potatoes. And the party's supposed to start at one. And there's this one girl from my gymnastics class. I did gymnastics. You did gymnastics? Yeah. Okay, we'll tap into that. Write that down. She was so cute, and I, we just met. And I invited her to the party, and she didn't realize at that time that I was annoying. She hadn't learned it yet, you know? <laughs> Poor thing. So she was on her way to the thing, and it was supposed to start at like noon, and noon rolls around, and, you know, nobody's there. My brother's like, Can I have a piece of chicken? I'm like, It's for the fucking guest. Don't touch it. <laughs> and I'm like, My friends are cool. They're, they're, no, of course, they're not going to show up on time. She calls me. She goes, Hey, we're on our way. And I go, Great. I'll see you in a little bit. Sorry, I'll be out there in a second, you guys. <laughs> you know, and I was uh, very trying so hard to impress her. And then one o'clock rolls around and still nobody's there. And I'm like, Duh, what if I fucked up the invite? Check the invite. Perfect. Address is exactly what it needs oh to be. Time, date, everything no good. Excuse. No excuse. Two rolls around. Nobody's there. <gasps> 
Nobody showed up to my birthday. Oh, bud. And then cut the camera. <laughs> <laughs> At like three o'clock, I'm like, now that my biggest fear is that she's going to show up and nobody's going to be there. And she calls me and she goes, I have the worst news. My mom just fell down the stairs. Like we were literally, or when we were leaving, my mom fell down the stairs and we're at the hospital right now. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Oh, thank, thank God. God. That's, That's great my news. Prayers. Um, That's where the whole class must be. They got the news before. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. But I was very thankful that she wasn't going to see that. And that was like my childhood wrapped up in like a, a little bit of like a shitty uh, moment. It's like I would tried so hard. I only invited the cool kids who were cooler than me. That's all I wanted to do was like be with kids I did not fit in with. But I was trying so hard to be funny and be cool for kids that I thought were cool. And then it took me years. Like every year I would start the school year and be like, just be quiet, dude. See how that works out for you. <laughs> and then like the teacher would be like, uh, is Hunter here? Like, yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> there was no shutting it off. And then it took all those years for me to literally practice being funny, though. And then it really is like a practice Oh, like trait. knowing when. Totally. Getting timing. Knowing yeah. what's too far. Knowing like. I think one of the reasons I'm like good at hosting is because I can make pretty offensive jokes and everybody is okay with it. Right. Just because I'm like, I'm not, everyone can tell. You the also intent. have a charming face. The charm, even beyond the face, like charm, I think is the skill I would pass. If I could teach anybody any skill, it would be charm. It is the most valuable thing in the entire world. Like going up to like anybody and being able to just make them feel really good about themselves. Right. Like, uh, there was this thing, uh, it, it, it's in Albert Camus' book. It's one of the things, the reason I, I was telling Matt before and, and Heath and, and everybody about the book. Basically, it's uh, in, in the book, it goes, charm is the ability to get what you want without ever having asked for it. Hmm. <gasps> mm -hmm. My gosh, that's 100% true. Uh -huh. That's and correct. To me, that's like what being in this entertainment world is kind of like. It's like the same thing with like even with an audience. You're like, hey, I want you to support me, but I'm not going to say, can you support me? Yeah. Gonna be charming in whatever way I know how through. And you're just gonna want to. So and that's yeah. what I love. Like when you've been on hold for so long, and that person who's working on the the customer service line, and they know you've been on hold, and every person that they've dealt with has been awful. Yeah. I love just really switching it up and totally. being like acting like I haven't been on hold, and then they oh, always no, end worry. up like sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. That's the moment where like I really test my patience and try to like charm because then you really get like it's, what you want. It's fun listening to somebody on the phone that starts off really rude and nasty and then by like being <laughs> sweet to them and like kind of going back watching their whole attitude change and then like at the end of the, like they're nice to you back. Yes. Like it's like but a there's really... a difference between being charming and being manipulative, right? Totally. Well, the, it's easy to be like fake charming. You can oh, spot oh, that shit yes. like Oh, you can spot it. A yeah. mile away. People, oh, like, yeah. like oh like there's a fine line between like charming and kiss ass like fucking yeah it's yeah. like an eye you know roll I mean? like, like it's like okay but is the difference between charming and kiss ass just whether or not you're good at it because uh... <laughs> there's this like interesting thing i thought i thought about the charm thing a lot because like just my natural mind is like why is this thing working or not working like my brain likes to pick apart those things and i kind of realized like this is my definition of charm is like having like a little cottage where you couldn't afford like to bring in tile from italy so you just use stones from outside and you put some cement down and that's your floor throughout your house that's charming because that's you being really genuine and authentic but now you can get some italian designer who goes that's a good thing i'm gonna put stones i'm gonna fly them in from wherever that guy got them and put them into my italian villa and now it's this beautiful mansion that's got this stone 
it's not charming anymore. Now it's beautiful or it's cool, but it's not charming. Charming should feel very authentic. Genuine. Genuine. Yeah. Right. yeah. It should feel good. I, I would also say the big thing for charm is to just listen. Yeah. To just be like, yeah, you know, you know you're going through, like even on customer hold, like when you just ask them like, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. You know, oof. I, I'm or when they say how how are you you go great how are you and because yeah. nobody ever reflects it back onto them yeah you know? and that's the greatest time of just testing patience is yeah. like i, don't know, I noticed that with like like going across. into like a restaurant like somebody seating you hey how's it going and then just like i'm doing well in yourself or like just something to like get it it back. catches them off guard half They're the like, time which is so I'm sad doing- I'm yeah. doing okay, actually. I'm doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Good. You are great with talking with strangers. Yeah, Thank you're you. really oh good at gosh, it. Oh my gosh, you have this. Like, I just, I, I'm like, you're an, charming. I'm honey. annoying though. I just like like talking to people. <laughs> like I like meeting. Like I like like exhibit A. <laughs> like if I'm in line with like people and like everybody's quiet, like, hey, oh, so, well, it's I, not me at all. Uh, really, yeah. I'm same way. We're like, I don't mind small talk, but I don't like it when it like it keeps. No, going. yeah, yeah, not like Patricia. A, she's from the south, and it's like. You know, we like say hi to like someone like walking their dog, and then I'm like, "Like, hi, how are you?" And then we're standing there for five minutes, no, no, talking no. about like. Oh, like, I don't like when somebody can't read the room. I like I when would, it's clearly yeah. over when it like like they Done. can't time the conversation when it just keeps going and you're like your body language says it all. It's just all like, right. all right. right. I don't mind talking, but when it gets to that point where they're just like way past the line and you're making it so obvious it and they're not catching on, I'm like, that's another good time to practice the charm though, is because you go, "Oh my god, I'm." literally in love with what you're saying right now i have to go are you gonna be walking the dog same time tomorrow <laughs> you know there you go Packing you know up with a bow with a you just bow. you always gotta yeah. make it feel yeah way. i would never be that guy in a grocery store like just walking by passing like on a lane and look over and be like wonder bread cow like that's no. fucking we pass we don't be that come across those people every single day and we're, we are too, attra- nice. Yes. we're too nice to like not engage in conversation like if so, like we get we attract that shit yeah we'll and be then we'll get stuck and we'll be like yeah it is great yeah you ever try doing a french toast where you put it like this and like <laughs> the action, second you give them we attention just, we, yeah we feed it and then we just like yeah. Open up a can of worms. Oh, that's that's. I put in AirPods and I'm just walking around <laughs> praying that nobody talks to me. I don't yeah. know why. I think because my it's job is to talk for like specifically to talk to people for a living. And now you guys are getting this at interviewing people because it's every like job in the entertainment industry is a little different. Just because you're a singer or uh, uh, an actor doesn't mean you you have to conversate constantly or right. converse. Um, but for me, it's like I like to be able to turn off. And when someone wants to talk, I don't mind it. But it's also, unfortunately, like talking in my world has become a little bit of a skill now. So it's like I have to find someone I like so much that I get to turn it off. Like where I don't, I'm not trying anymore to right. like right, right. be like. And I'm, how do you feel right now? Oh, it's so nice. All I love right. being a guest with like, like on your guys' podcast, it's so Yeah, this easy. is like the opposite of like. Oh, this is easy. It's very unfiltered, if you will. Oh, very good. <laughs> That's actually, write that one down. That's a Yeah. Good one. We should use that. We no, I like I, being a guest on a podcast is really fun. And then also. Heath has always been like, I think, like you guys just said, remarkably easy to talk to. Yeah, so welcoming and. Loving. I honestly think you just had a crush on me. Hold on. We we did a taco <laughs> date. We we went to a hole in a wall. Yeah. Huh. That's that's a that's a big date move. I drove down to fucking mid city, for a taco. You did? How long yeah. ago was a taco? Like a taco never. and a topo chico. That was my first topo chico. I love topo chicos. Oh, he's the, the one that got me to try it for the first What's time. A topo chico. 
Topa Chica is the greatest mineral water you could ever have. It's a green it's a, bottle. Oh, the glass yeah. bottle that you always drink. The glass bottle mineral water. Why <laughs> right. didn't you just say that? Yes. Oh my gosh. I was now they just have, uh, they just released uh, Twist, like, uh, not Twisted. Um, Seltzers. Seltzer. Hard. Ooh. Oh, I Hard saw a billboard Chico. for They're that. actually not that bad. At first, people didn't like them. Spicy. I think they have a nice curl a to them. Spicy. Like, a curl? A curl. Like, you know when like, you take like a drink of something? It's like... That just kind of stays in your like your mouth and then I don't it goes like when down. It hurts. When you have this the the Topo Chico seltzers, I feel like it like it's there's the like this wave where it's, it's the like, equivalent to like a really gum. ice cold Coca Cola. Oh. Well, you know when it bites back. I love an ice cold Coca Cola. <laughs> Jesus. When I I look back at when I was a child and how much Coca Cola I drank, like at restaurants. You drank a lot of soda. Oh yeah, Chili's. It's like halfway up. They're like, you want more? <laughs> like, totally. They're bringing you a whole nother mug. Yeah. I was root beer and raspberry tea. That's oh, so you st- you funny. still it's love so raspberry tea. Raspberry tea is like yeah. Ras- when you were a kid, it's still to this day. Oh, yeah. Um, no, like we would go to like hole in the wall like barbecue joints in Florida, and for some reason they all had different types of tea. You would have either unsweet, super sweet, or raspberry sweet, <laughs> and we would we would just do raspberry <laughs> sweet. We'd pop them bitches back. That and then we would go uh, like an IBC root beer. I like to imagine like child Heath sipping out of like a. Me too. I, like what was it? Nestle's raspberry tea or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Just going like, oh, good sir. <laughs> a brisk. Yeah, a brisk. That's a what it was. Brisk. Oh, my mom always got the snapples. She was uh, like, don't touch those. Those are mine. That's, that's, that's wealth right there. Oh yeah. To have just... snapples in the house was like. Oh. And to come with fun yeah. facts, we didn't have that type of shit growing up. She at least would just give me the cap to play with while she just enjoyed it right in front of me. Gulp, 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 gulp. This is all we could do. So I want to talk Sugar Rush. Oh, good show. The biggest Netflix. <laughs> and it, it really show. is a great show. You ever seen it? I've actually probably watched less episodes than all of you guys. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I don't like watching my own stuff. Oh, we don't really. watch the podcast. So give a, the people like no. an elevator pitch of what Sugar Rush is for Sugar those Rush? who don't know. Well, should I just do the intro? Yeah. Oh, please. <laughs> I'd love to. Yeah. Whenever, oh, cool. Whenever I'm like traveling or something and like I'll see I'll be at like a restaurant, I'll see like a little kid looking at me. And like I don't want to make eye contact with children in restaurants. It's yeah, uncomfortable it's for me, and it makes to other people. I think they're looking like, "Why the fuck is that kid looking at that old man?" And like the old man's looking back. That's recently though. I've started getting really uncomfortable because I used to be the guy that'd be like, <laughs> like that, and then like now it's kind of like, "Don't fucking look at my child." If you have a Coors Light shirt on, you're not allowed to flirt with kids. Okay, it's <laughs> okay. just fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I get it. Yeah, so I would have like a kid look at me, and then like I'd be on like a vacation with my mom or something, and my family, and my mom would be like, "Is that kid looking at you?" I'd be like, "I think it's like a sugar rush thing," because um, I doubt they listen to my podcast with Paris Hilton, that nine-year-old. <laughs> oh, um, so although you never know. So kids are big fans of Sugar Rush. Kids, that's the biggest fans of Sugar Rush. It's a, such a family show. So then, eventually, like uh, inevitably, the dad always comes up and goes. Hey, uh, are you on some Netflix bacon show? And I go, yeah, Heath's dad, I am. Uh, <laughs> Wait, your dad loves cooking no, shows. No, that dude, they all they baking fucking watch. shows. It's yeah. such a big like outside of the cities, like the middle of the country loves, like South loves, Midwest loves. They all love the food shows. I was on the phone with my mom earlier today, and she's like, "Who's your guest for the podcast?" And I was like, "Oh, he's the guy uh, from Sugar Rush." She's like, "Get out, Get out. <laughs> the, the baking show." Oh, yeah. Nef- I don't like, you, yeah. hear it, you hear it in the background already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, yeah, and so then uh, 
the dad will come over and be like, you mind taking a photo of my kid? He's a big fan. I go, yeah, yeah, no, no worries. I go over, I, I go, I take the photo and the dad goes, you mind if I get one? I watch this <laughs> show. Probably should. Yeah, it's always, it's always too proud. Yeah. And then a lot of times they'll go, do you like doing the show? Can you do, can you do the intro? And I'll go, Hey, I'm on vacation, you little piece of shit. <laughs> no, I go, I go, yeah, of course. I go, this is Sugar Rush. Sounds so it's so been good. a little while. Uh, the baking competition <laughs> where time is the most important ingredient. Four teams of professional bakers racing against each other and the clock over three rounds of competition. And then I go further Fuck. into it. Wow. wow. Yeah, Did you get hot in here? <laughs> yeah. You sound just like the guy. <laughs> really That's do. That's a really good impression. It's funny, like, again, when I went into the, uh, like, uh, it wasn't an audition. The cool thing about, like, hosting for me is I've never felt nervous going into an audition. I literally go into oh, every wow. audition thinking, <laughs> Easy peasy. And then oh, I, yeah. every time I go into an acting audition, I go, I'm going to shit myself. Uh, <laughs> I have no confidence in acting, but with hosting, it's always been easy. And so I got to this point where like with Sugar Rush, they didn't make me audition. They just made me meet some of the producers. And if they liked me, they were going to go with me. But I was way younger than they wanted to go. I was like, it was a lot of things that were like not in my favor, but I loved the producers so much that I didn't tell them I was gluten intolerant. <laughs> and oh boy. I have oh, like did the first shit. season eating all the cupcakes and just like going straight to sleep during every break. Cause oh. it like makes me so tired and like oh, brain fog is horrible. And now like the last two seasons I was just eating the frosting and not the cupcakes. So I was like eating spoonfuls of frosting and jam and confections and all that. turns out that's not much better for your system than just <laughs> eating you don't say. gluten. So, but then uh, we admitted that I was gluten intolerant on the show and I got all these people who were like, I'm gluten intolerant also and it's so nice to like see representation. I'm like, finally, I'm a minority. <laughs> Respect. Did yeah. you have a voice for <laughs> I'm a voice. Yeah, it was, it was really cool actually to see people like that. Did you have like experience and knowledge like with um, confections before a bit so did Not you have to go to drop, school but in his interview none. he knew everything no in the interview i even said i was like <laughs> listen you have two professional bakers and you're gonna have a third person on who most likely knows about baking in every episode i think having a host who also knows about baking isn't gonna leave you with a conduit for someone to describe the process and ask what's being happened because they're all gonna know oh. let me be the layman for the audience and i said that in the room because i knew what my strengths and weaknesses were and I said, I can easily be the person who explains to kids. Like, I can ask, what is uh, mascarpone? What is buttercream? Fondant. How do you, what is fondant? I know all these things now, but I really, like, they'd be like, Hunter, can you pretend you don't know what fondant is? And I was like, Easy. I don't Easy. know what fondant is. <laughs> I, will, I will happily ask that question. And even after doing the show, as much as I love it, like, and love the show, I rarely ever bake because it's just being gluten intolerant there's only so many things and i'm not a big sweets guy i love savory things so anytime someone would do a cupcake that had bacon on it i'd be like (laughs) you are taking home the prize but yeah i the show candace was i mean just the sweetest woman in the world i've been very lucky to work with good people that show is phenomenally produced and like you realize when you go to your next show you're like oh Oh, this is what normal life is like. Right. It's not like everything. They treat you really well. They treat you well, and it's also just a well-oiled machine. You get to yeah. learn from everybody. You're like that camera guy is so fucking good. That audio guy has not made oh, a single that's mistake. Great. Everybody, you're like, oh, just absorbing. What's yeah, the prize again on Trigger? Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars, and it helps their business a lot too. Like when they go back, yeah, they home. get. The, it's all like bragging rights. They get the exposure, which is way more than like. 
ten thousand dollars worth you know i think they could sell a cake for like a thousand bucks so they sell 10 of them and they won the prize again how close do you like to get with the contestants because it's i for me i you know if you were like a host of a competition you know you get caught up in their their story you know why they're here what where they've come from and then you have to watch them lose or have yeah. moments where it's not going really well. Is we, that sometimes trying tough to sway for you? The judges behind the scene, like, well, I, my, yeah, like they were again. I was lucky in that almost we always agreed because we were always kind of on the same page. We're like, oh, that person for sure won. Let's add some drama with some pauses and everything, or like it's close, but we know who the winner is. But it's funny, like it's a competition show. They it matters a lot to them. But at, by season two, I was like. John, Rachel, <laughs> you're going home. <laughs> and then I would turn around and be like, yikes, that is a not good for them. Well, let's eat some more bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ever like practicing that in the mirror before you like go in? It's just how you're going to tell no, people. No, I'm, I'm an asshole. It's yeah. easy to pretend. Uh, no, I, mean, I, I, I didn't do that. I did practice the intro a lot. And it's also like I do feel bad. Like I don't want anyone to go home. So it's easy to just be like, hey, don't do that. But you forget about it 10 seconds later. They don't. It stays with them the rest of their lives. But you oh, right. <laughs> forget about it. It's, oh my if gosh. this makes me, by the way, if this makes me look bad, let's cut it out and then never Hey, man, talk about I like that sugar show. Yeah. No, I love I, The contestants are really nice. The funny thing is when I came back in season two with a beard, one of the first episodes, there was this these two gay contestants, and they were so sweet to me the whole episode. And we were, I was like flirting with them back, you know, and they were a couple. And then um, it's not till I watched the show afterwards. I just thought they were really sweet. I watched the show afterwards, like, and they showed me some of the behind the scenes footage of it, like that got cut. But like the first thing they said is like, when Hunter walked in with that beard, <laughs> oh my! Oh, they like look at each other. Uh, it was the glow up. They were trying Thanks, to make man. that like their narrative that they were like a big, uh, you know, they were a big uh, beard fan. Yes, I was like, you are barking up the wrong tree. I'm not judging. You know, I can't judge. <laughs> I feel like that's the best. <laughs> the best feeling in the world is when like a gay person, like a gay guy, like compliments you or like says something. Like it feels way better. Oh like, for yeah. Some reason, I don't know what it is, but you're just like, thank you. Fuck yeah. I if you it. like that, then you should host a show on E News. <laughs> uh, I'll tell Wait, you hold right on. now. Wait, before we get into that, I please, can, no, please be honest with me. Yeah. Every Am I cooking good show. <laughs> if you were gay, would, like the timing of uh, like a cooking show, they all get down to the buzzer. Yes, and the way it's edited and cut, it's, it's not everything real. is like lost ah, chaos. Here we go in. Everybody, stuff down. Hands it's, off. Hands it's, off. It's yeah. right on the buzzer. It's what do you real. think? It. What I do you don't think, think it's real. Is? I think there's a timer, but I think they pull some strings. I think and they're, they're just like let's add, let's add a little more. Okay, we're gonna do. You know, I, I think don't know. there's a thirty second like or. A minute grace period where like you're done at your table and now you can carry it. I feel like this is like asking a magician to reveal like a trick. Yeah. Well, do it. Dance monkey. Well, thank you for comparing me to a magician. (laughs) Um, It's really, they really do come down to the wire and we really do make them put their hands up because legally we have to. Like we legally, legally it's a competition. It can't be unfair. So they all have to really at the thing. And we're like, their producers being like, hey, no. 
and it might not be done and they leave it undone. Oh, the only wow. they're, they're always putting the last piece of like something on it. I'm right sure that's, that's the editing. Like, it's more right. like they get it be done like, in that time frame, but maybe not at the last second. They could be done okay, 10 okay. minutes before. They're they rarely still get done. That 10, shot. No, they're never done 10 minutes before. <laughs> right. They use all the they minutes. They use every, because they're cleaning wow. their stations. They like we oh, would yeah. look at people. There's a few people who finished early in different rounds and we would watch them and be like fucking idiots like do something like oh, make right. your thing better yeah. nothing is ever like if you're an artist <laughs> it's like being a professor it's like coming up with a choreograph routine and then like kind of being okay with the first draft it's like oh no yeah. like if someone said coming up with a choreograph <gasps> routine in three hours you'd be like oh i just need two hours that would never happen you would say i'm gonna use every second this is a competition right. oh, for 10 grand that's right you could make something in two hours but you would want to spend that last hour so they always did there were a couple times where like things were going over, like neither team was really close to finishing and we gave both teams an equal amount of time to finish. Okay. But, but that was to make, otherwise we would have had half finished cakes, you know? Wow. And we had a not... whole argument about this, I think yeah. the last episode, right? We uh -huh. thought we were like, there's no way. You watched the episode? Oh, in the last episode of the, the podcast. The last podcast, I'm sorry. <laughs> you watched the last episode you of Sugar <laughs> 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 No, it's okay. Uh, no, has okay. anyone been a bad sport? Like, with, <laughs> like uh, uh, and they're like, come on, <laughs> like really? Just like someone that like, cupcake, <laughs> like I or uh, throwing anything. Like. Um, no one was ever. There was one guy who was kind of like. I was like, that guy's coming back with a knife. It, this is like he did not oh. like losing, but he like they hold their composure because they're on television. I think a little bit. It's not like it's not like real world or something where they're there for months. It's like they're there for one day. They get like everyone else is so nice. I did have people who I felt so bad that when they had to leave and like <laughs> we all fucking knew <laughs> like they were the nicest <laughs> people on the show and they'd be like. Like the person before them had like a cinnamon dolce cupcake that was like reminiscent of their home and it was like the best cupcake I've ever had. And the people after that were like, we took sour, but we made it sweet and it was like a flavor I'd never experienced. And then it'd be, then the next people would be like, we had, we did lettuce <laughs> and we ground it up and then we put ice in it. What do you think? And they're like the nicest people. And, like, and we're like, what are you gonna, s I would always ask the question because I thought it was funny. Like, so if you win the $10,000, if this wins the ten, <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you gonna say? And they always had the greatest stories. They had like the sweetest stories. Aww. I had to ask that to everybody, so I'm not like being an asshole. But um, I, and then they would be like, "It's gonna pay for my my children's college yeah. slash surgery." And I'd be like, "Oh no. no!" And I'd look at Candace and Adriana and I'd be like, "Good luck choosing, jerks." <laughs> Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, we would and never. <laughs> we never pulled punches though. If they were the worst, they were the worst. You know, it's like. Wow. Do you yeah. follow up with the uh, the winners to see how they're doing? What they spent the prize money on? No, I don't. We had a lot of winners. It wasn't like a one season thing. You know, it's like we had every episode was new winners. So it's a different thing like Great British Bake Off, where like you spend like a full season with people. So that's what I'm also curious about the British Bake Off. Um, being in like the food entertainment hosting world, have you guys um, had the chance to like meet those people? Like, is the is the food TV world like, hey, we're all part of the same? Now, we were pool. the first unscripted Netflix show. I think like we were one of the first ever for like, food for, oh, wow. for anything. Oh wow. I think. Like we were like one of their pilot programs for Netflix and our show was getting like, you know, 
tens of millions of people watching. It crushed. It. Yeah, it, it was sugar huge. Crushed. But then I don't think we're doing any more seasons because we did five seasons and that's like way longer than Netflix usually does for things. And so they kind of ended it. And uh, I'm so thankful for the experience because everybody on it was the greatest. The contestants were always sweet. It's fun too, like going out first season and doing it and be people being like, oh, you're the host of the show. Good, that's fun. That's great. And then second season, they're like, that's Hunter. You know, it's like so nice. Oh, feeling that's like, nice, yeah. Because this is their world. Like, I, I'm like, I, it is really cool to be like somebody that other people watch and they like practice because of your show and they care about baking right. so much. So I was always so enamored by that. Wasn't Liza on the show? Liza was on the show and she is one of my favorite humans. She's the was sweetest. Was it one episode she's so or multiple? She's my favorite. One. <clears throat> oh, but it went pretty viral. Oh, oh that's where yeah. the cup where she shook it off, uh -huh. right? Yeah. What was that? What, that was, what was it? Well, she wasn't a contestant. She was like a judge, right? She was a judge on the show and Liza and I have known each other for a while through awesomeness. And so I've always loved Liza's humor. I think she's game for any bit like I am in a way. Yeah. And so we're sitting there, we're going up to one of these contestants and they've they've made like a they've done like a chocolate mold ornament. So it's very fragile and they place it on a little thing in a box. <laughs> oh, no. And they did four of them and there's four of us. And Liza and I are like waiting to walk up to them and I think Liza goes like jokingly like, what if I shook it like as a present? <laughs> you know, like Liza's like sweetheart oh, attitude. Oh yes, and yes, I was yes. Like, Liza please fucking do that that's the funniest <laughs> that is the funniest thing i've ever heard and she's like really and i'm like yeah do that and, and i was like game. i was like let me check with the producers and i checked with them and they were like oh, okay i guess that's okay if you want to do it and so we walked up and liza did it and i could not contain myself. <laughs> That's hysterical. Like, oh, they cut out my reaction, really, but I was like doubled over, <laughs> dying. And Candace and Adriano didn't know that she was going to do that. The contestants didn't know she was going to do that. Oh, man. And they're like mortified because they thought this dumb girl thought that we gave her real presents with actual shakable things. In right, it. right. It's like nobody realized that she was doing one of the funniest bits on the planet. And I. And then I, I just gave her my box and I took the broken one and cause she's judging and I'm not. And to me has, it's the funniest thing. And then when it went viral on TikTok, Yes. And then people got like angry. Yeah, people were like, like really why mad would you do something got, like that? I talked to Liza afterwards and they got mad at Liza and she was telling me all about it. She's like, that's some of the, the most hate I've ever gotten in my life. It's because though Netflix has a lot of like internet celebrities don't realize like when you go on something else, they don't give a fuck about you. Like yeah. they don't care. They're not your fans. They're the fans of the show. And you just did something oh, that goes right. against this like grain a little bit. But I also was the only time I got hate was on Sugar Rush for something. And I told Liza the same thing. That, so what happened to me was it was on the first episode of Sugar Rush. You can watch it. There was these two women making this like space cake. It was like all the like <laughs> what a fun job. I know, yeah. Right? That's so In that moment, I was like, that is a career. Yeah. These two like go on. They're like scientists. They're very nerdy women. They were like proud about it. That was what their whole thing was. And I went up to them and I'm like, tell me what you're making. They're like, we're making a space cake. It's white on the outside, but when you cut into it, it's all spacey. It's it's because we love space so much. And then there was this weird pause. And then they go, and so do our significant others. And I go. No need to tell me about your boyfriend. Was not hitting on you. And oh, I saw that clip. The producer in my ear was like the biggest laugh of the entire day. They're loving it. Candace and Adriano heard they're loving it. Everyone thought it was just a funny joke. The girls loved it. They thought it was a funny joke. They're like, oh, no, I feel no, like no. that's so innocent. Yeah, so innocent. 
So, and I, literally my friends who know me know I'm very humorous and they're like hosting a baking show. Were you able to be Hunter? And I was like, there's one joke I got in nice. where I made a joke about you know, you not being him. The show comes out and I had probably a thousand, you know, tweets over the course of whatever months. People being like, you chauvinistic pig, <laughs> thinking every woman's hitting on you. And I never responded because I was really bummed at the beginning. And then I realized this person thinks. <laughs> that I went on a Netflix show <laughs> and said a remarkably pointed chauvinistic comment without any humorous intent. And then Netflix saw it and said, leave it in. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Yeah. Right. You know? The fact that they think that. It goes through so many layers of approval and everybody smarter than them thought it was funny. They didn't think it was funny. And that kind of shaped how I look at comedy too now, which is like, it's kind of like the Ricky Gervais thing. It's like, just because you're offended doesn't mean you're right. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, mm -hmm. if somebody else finds it funny, maybe it's meant for them and mm -hmm. you can just hear it and go, not for me. Yeah. But let me keep watching. Instead of going, not for me, I'm going to destroy him online. You know, it's like. Anything could the... be offensive. You can take anything yeah. and make it offensive. Oh, I want to see the clip we... now. <laughs> and we, we can find it pretty uh, easily. What was the reaction of the uh, the women you said it to? They loved it. They loved it. They, oh, they laughed. Oh. Yeah, they laughed. Literally, <laughs> we laughed in the anymore. moment. People will ruin that. People got that, mad. You, you gave a joke and it landed. <laughs> like, right. Totally. They like everybody in the room thought it was funny, but it's like again, I, and also think about it. This is a thousand people tweeting me or hundreds or whatever tweeting me multiple times <laughs> but the show yeah, got three the same people, five people yeah. three people that are really worked right, out right 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 the show got viewed you know 10 20 million times so it's a small subset of people who didn't get the joke and yet they find one other person who didn't get the joke and they go i also feel that way right and it's like glad i'm not the still... only one yeah but and I, I they're they're not wrong for you know wanting to say what they want to say but they were wrong in terms of what's funny and they're not funny people have you hosted uh, Sugar Rush with kids at all? No, I do love kids, and I've always wanted to do a Sugar Rush kids thing. Because <laughs> I, I, I want to see some kids. Kid. I want Sugar some Rush tears kids. to be shed. Well, I would <laughs> happily eliminate some children <laughs> off the show. I'd be like, what are you going to spend the $10,000 on? They'd be like, I really want a new bicycle. <laughs> yeah, right? And I'd be like, well, guess what? <laughs> you're out. Yeah, you didn't get it. Out. You lost. Ta -ta. No, I'd be really sweet to kids. I love kids. I love kids trying to be good at stuff. I think it's very endearing. Yeah. But then also the cakes would probably suck. Like a lot of them would be shitty. <laughs> I, we wanted to do kids paired with like their parents, like an episode okay. where it's like oh, a kid good. and like their baker dad or whatever. Like if it's a family baking Ooh, situation. Hear me out. Okay. I like that idea. But instead of baking, just normal cooking, and it could be sponsored by Hamburger Helper, and it would just be Aww. like a cute little thing, and be like, the, "Wait, I love the that. the parent and the kids, the Hamburger Helper." That ain't that ain't you know much. I mean? A kid could make Hamburger Helper. No, no I'm saying the, it's like the joke is like it's it, like so you can use that the, name. The parent and the kids, oh, like Hamburger Helper. And they make like... Okay, sorry, Hamburger Helper. Wow, that really shit on Hamburger Helper there. I like that. Uh, like, I grew like up on Hamburger family, Helper. Or like families of four that went on to yeah. compete, like two kids, two adults, and they have to set the table. It's all about presentation and how they... How about how about a realistic okay. show for normal people in America <laughs> that don't have money to make these crazy sugar concoctions? It's Hamburger Helper who can you know lay out a plastic fork <laughs> and a fucking on a Dixie, budget on a Dixie plate and make that shit look like yes on a budget. This. We have four teams all make Hamburger Helper. 
We try them. They taste the same because they're hamburger helper, and everybody wins ten thousand dollars. That ten thousand dollars to the middle of the <laughs> country changes their lives entirely. <laughs> That's yes. it, baby. That's pretty good. I think we're onto I, something. I like this plan. I will pitch Netflix tomorrow. Do it, you know Good, what? Because Tonight. this is coming out in like three You're days. You're gonna do it. So we need to do it before these people take it. <laughs> when do you Shit. shoot? When do you shoot? Are you shooting right now? No, we don't. The show's over. We're not gonna do another season. That's it. Wait, what? No, <laughs> I thought it was a huge head show. It was always suggested at the That's top of saying. my Netflix. That's what I was saying. We only did five seasons. Be we we did five, five seasons. That was five years. No, it was three seasons with two Christmas seasons tossed in, and Netflix rare, rarely ever goes past three seasons wow. with unscripted shows. Um, because then it's like, you know, they can just build a new show and get a new audience. Like, What's next for you? Well, Twitch. Twitch has been fun. Oh, you're going to kill oh, it on yeah. Twitch. That's. Will you guys come on my painting show? Yes. yes. Uh, I do watercolors. We could. I, I've never used watercolors. Oh, I got a really great set. Have you ever seen my paintings? Uh, no, I haven't. Really, I've really seen good. your roommate's paintings. Oh, Hudson's paintings? Yes. Yeah, we will paint. I've done it with like a few people now and it's fun. Like... I'd love to have everybody on to do a painting party or individual things, but we, we it started with us painting both the, like I would paint the guest and they would paint the guest and we give away the paintings to the chat afterwards. Like we send oh, it to them. Cool. Um, but now what we're doing is like- I the, feel like he's like your dream guy. Right? <laughs> no, you know, it's Hudson you are... was my dream guy and then I became Hudson. Yeah. So I think Hudson's like our mutual dream guy. I know, I met Hudson, Lauren Elizabeth's brother, many years ago at a party and like, great guy and then it's funny like one great guy I met at a party and the other great guy I met are now roommates can we have a quadruple date me you Hudson and Matt excuse me <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, Matt's and, like yeah and we could bring plus ones if we'd like and the plus okay. and you could bring Heath as your plus one we'll make it that okay, you know cool. yeah, you dating yeah, yeah. anyone not anyone in particular okay just dating right now well I you're think. gonna go to Paris Hilton's wedding right I don't know I mean I was invited to her birthday so there's a chance I, I did You're, debate going up to Iggy Azalea. That's the perfect place to meet somebody. It's also you, oh, so... Wait, wait, you just kind of ran over that about Iggy Azalea. What did you just say? She was at Paris's house, and I was really debating if I should go up to her and talk to her. And I kind of chickened out because she was like standing next to a guy who's a lot bigger than me the whole time. <laughs> I didn't know who he was to her. It turns <laughs> out it was his, her manager or something. But like, oh. it's intimidating. Like, that's the thing is going to these things, I'm not like... It sucks being 5'4". Don't put that out there. <laughs> By the way, I said once and like Five, someone four. like someone offhandedly was like in, in like an Instagram Q&A was like, how how much money do you have and how tall are you? Which is obviously like a, they're valid questions. Around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. Ask that. <laughs> That's why I like to ask celebrities on red carpets. Like, how much do I pay you for this? Yeah. I said just without making it a bit or like a joke or anything, I said, I'm 6'5 and I've got like 60 million in the bank or something like that. And then I went to the next story. Three days later on like Wikipedia, I was six seven at sixty seven million dollars in the bank or something. They like that. really that's up to you up to you on both. Yeah, and I started getting like people would like like leave a comment being like, How tall is he? And someone would be like, He's six seven and he's worth a lot of money. And then someone's <laughs> like, No fucking way he's six seven. Well you were taller in my memory. Like you're I think you have tall energy though. I've gotten that on dates before. Like uh, a girl said to me, she's like, uh, you're taller on, I thought you were taller on TV. That hurts. And I was like, well, I'm on TV, so. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> Bitch. Just be okay with that part, huh? Yeah. You have um, like, no offense to Californians, but you have East Coast energy. You don't seem like you're from yeah, California. 
everyone I meet from California, I'm not too fond of. Well, the Valley's like not really California. We're like, oh, um, you're right. Yeah, well, it's, it's not like being born and raised in LA or Brentwood or like, right. like Hollywood. It's it's a little bit like you can be isolated away from the craziness of it. Like I grew up like in Chatsworth, California. Bro, like the fuck yeah, we love houses in Chatsworth. Dude, my stepbrothers, they all grew up in like with the Chatsworth, like. They were not good kids because of chats. Were like, I know <laughs> yeah. the dark parts of L.A. It sounds prestigious. Oh, <laughs> my God. Oh, my, I'm from Chatsworth. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like, yes. Like, sounds like medieval. It does. It sounds <laughs> like they're wearing, like, really great, like, blazers. To, yeah. like, like, Chatsworth school. has a crest. A crest, you know? yes. Or, like, <laughs> corsets and ball gowns. Uh-huh. My, some of my best friends Chatsworth. when I was in high school, they went to Chatsworth High School. And they were on the baseball team, and they were selling chocolates. And they go to this one house... And a guy in a robe answers the door. And they're on the Chatsworth baseball team. And it's like one of the best baseball teams in the state, in the country. And they're all big dudes. They're like 6'2", minimum, 10th grade. And they sell these chocolates and they go to this door. And uh, the guy answers in the robe and he goes, what are you guys selling? He goes, we're selling chocolates. He goes, I'm in the middle of a scene. Do you guys want to just wait inside? Shut up. Brings three underage kids inside and they all watch a porn get filmed with women and so they were stoked out of their mind like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen and then they bought a bunch of chocolate the afterwards. chocolate's melting out of the packages <laughs> the kids are <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, my yeah that's Chatsworth California oh wow it's okay. like that's like a pretty good but not what I thought <laughs> there's good parts of Chatsworth too that is the best part of Chatsworth is that part there's this uh, really good restaurant out there that uh, that I was country just western thinking about that. So I love cute. country western. We we used to go there every weekend. My dad and my brother and I. I They're, love that like, horses just walk they, down they the have block. The, they have well, they have the rodeo bar, which is like the the really sick spot. They got Brent's. Uh, what is it? Brent's, Brent's Deli. Patessin. Yeah. Fucking Brent's Deli would go there all the time. Brent's is amazing. The valley's got some great things to it, but it's also just an armpit of heat and like it's mm-hmm. just rough. I, I after going to the west side, I realized like how nice it is over there heat wise. Yeah. But then everything's kind of everything else. It's just so expensive, you know. The valley's like what LA should cost oh, in a way, but it's still more expensive. Still, than it should it's be. still pretty right, expensive. Right. Yeah. The same house, like the house I grew up in, is like twice as big as the house I'm living in now, and they're about the same price. Oh man, it's because it it's sense. in the Granada Hills, like in the valley. I was it. Well, we were, we were in Porter Ranch. Before moving that's here. where I was born, or that's the, you know the the Starbucks in Port Ranch. That was my first job. No way. Yeah. The really? One, the one next to Owl's Ice Cream, in that little shopping center where. Yeah, we didn't have an Owl's store. back then. Oh. We'd oh, gone through thing. a lot of. It's right. funny they would always open a frozen yogurt shop, and in the summer shit would be popping. It would always close <laughs> in the winter yeah, every I was, year. Uh, I was right on the golf course. Oh yeah, 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 Porter Valley. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah this it. the audience cares so little about this conversation right now. If you had to host a show, um, obviously again, what would be your dream show? Like, you want? Do you want like a, a Survivor thing? Do you want people finding yeah, love? Yeah, like the, I could see you doing the challenge or something. Emo genius. Yeah, emo genius. Or do you again, want something more back. refined like the British Bake Off? No, I don't want to do anything too restricted anymore like hosting like the big part about hosting is you never want to be in the way that's like the thing you don't want to be noticed you just want to kind of Hmm. be there and if people if nobody comments on you you're doing pretty fucking good oh it's kind of like yeah if you can get if people say nice things that's great but with hosts majority of the time like if you ever see an event and there's a host or something they go ooh, blah 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 ruin the show it's like every time like you know, Fallon launches a new show and there's like little hosts on the show. Mm-hmm. People always shit on the hosts. 
you just be just be there to support the whole thing so anyway that being said i'd always loved anthony bourdain mm -hmm. and i would love to do something in that vein but everybody in la pitches like it's this plus anthony bourdain <laughs> and like i genuinely loved him like i kitchen confidential is one of my favorite books and then i started watching his shows and i i wasn't when i met you i didn't drink alcohol i know yeah you're so, a late bloomer I, just just a, got, I never had a sip of alcohol until I was 27 years old. Just to preface oh, this, he, wow. uh, he showed up at my house. We were getting ready to record, and I was like, you want something to drink? And uh, he was like, yeah, I'll take a White Claw. I was like, a White Claw? Okay. Who is she? Wow. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was my first time ever seeing you have something alcoholic to drink. Yeah, it was. Just, I, was in, I went on like a little solo Europe trip. I was fresh out of a breakup, a long relationship. Yeah. And I was like sitting there, and I was like, what do I want to do? All of a sudden, I have like twice as much money each month <laughs> i was like it's that easy guys it's that easy <laughs> you guys want to double your situation income, it was super, super doubled my step. income and then i also had doubled the amount of free time and i was like i want to go to europe i did like a so i did a solo backpacking trip i wanted to be isolated to the point i got sad like that was my goal is i wanted to get like let me see if i can like literally put myself in kind of that artistic depressed state for some reason, I love artists like that. I like yeah. the Picassos and the Van Goghs and everybody who's like has a fucked up life, um, a Hemingway kind of thing. Like to me, I would I'd romanticize that. So I wanted to go see if I could experience that. And I went to Europe and I'm like loving the first few weeks. And I'm like, my whole thing is like, don't get distracted by girls. Just go be there, be there. And then day two, I meet a girl and she's like, I'll show you around Portugal. She didn't speak English. She was like. Vosotros. Yeah, Vosotros <laughs> Portugal. Um, oh, wait, they speak Portuguese. Sorry. I'm it's pretty like, close. It's like, you just yeah. like make it crunchier. It's like a French, <laughs> it's a French Spanish. Crunchy. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful language. Sue George. I actually met, uh, there's so many Europe stories. But anyway, I uh, met, uh, met, was meeting people, and then eventually I got to Italy, and I was like, oh, I met a girl in Italy. This, was, this story will play into it. I, I was pretty sad. I was getting pretty sad towards the end of the trip, which is the intent. I was there for 30 days by myself. Success. I was like calling my friends being like, yeah, I'll meet you there. And then nobody could. And uh, I get to Italy and I'm like, all right, I'll go on one more date because I need someone to show me around the city. I'm older than all the kids in the hostel at this point. I'm like 27 and they're like 15 doing coke lines Jesus. off the bar. And I'm like, this is not my scene. So I, I meet a girl on one of the dating apps right when I get to uh, Florence and um, she says oh i'm coming into florence tonight i'll take you out and i was like this is perfect and she is like i'll be there at nine and i'm like oh, i just got in that's kind of late but it's europe when in when in rome do yeah. it it's nine o'clock she goes i'm gonna be there at 10 and i'm like that's okay it's fine I'm pushing it <laughs> it's a little late you know um and then 10 rolls around she goes it's gonna be like another 40 and i'm like hey oh, I, i'm gonna go to sleep too. she's like i'm almost there i'm almost there I walked to the train station where she's coming in from, and I she gets there finally, and I go. I would have started getting sketched out. Yeah, I'm never sketched out in those situations ever. Like I've I've never. Well, good I've for you. Never. I mean, <laughs> I always tell like my female friends, like you should Facetime with every guy you want to date with, but uh, I've never yeah. really been nervous. But so she she eventually comes in on the train, and she I should have been nervous. So you're right, actually. Now I think about where the story's going. Um, <laughs> she gets there off the train, and I go, oh my god, how how, how long was the train delayed? She's like, oh no, it wasn't delayed. It was a it was a two hour train ride. And I'm like, oh, where'd you where'd you come from? <laughs> and she's like, a little village, like, you know, a hundred miles away or something. Oh, and I was boy. like, well, when is like how late do the trains go? She's like, that was the last train. And I'm like, so you're spending the night? This is my first conversation with her. <laughs> and she goes, yeah. And I was like, 
all right, that's fine. I, was, I had a room by myself, so I was like, this... Okay, thank goodness. You're in a hostel. I, yeah, I I, this is like... the one night I got a room by myself, too. Like, the whole time I was sharing rooms. And we start walking, and like a minute later, she goes, I have something to tell you. And oh, I go, God. what the fuck could this be? I was like, it could be anything. It could be that, like, she is, like, a killer or that, you right. know, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my and The things God. that you're thinking is what I'm thinking. Well, the thing is, like, she was two hours late. Could have been anything. But she said the ride was two hours, so why say nine if you're getting on the train She just at wanted nine? me to not turn the idea down because then she goes, I know who you are. Uh, and I go, oh. what do you mean you know who I am? And she goes, I used to watch Awesomeness TV a lot. It helped me learn English. Oh, wow. Oh, and I was like, that's I really like cute. That. Yeah, that's sweet. So Still. far. <laughs> because oh, then no. she said, I thought you were... Gay. <gasps> I thought Wait. you were gay and annoying. And I go, well, you're gonna be surprised about one of those. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if the other holds. Oh my um, god. And I had to spend the next like fourteen hours showing with somebody. her you weren't annoying. Trying to prove it. Just like I kept wanting to push her, and I was like, "Don't do it." Oh, <laughs> so you guys yeah. just walked around Florence all night. She was uh, luckily a translator, and so she knew all about Florence, like to a T. Was a really great tour guide. Wow. But I did not. Towards the end of the night, I was like, "This is going to be odd sleeping in the same bed as this person." Like, I don't really. I don't want to like sleep with them, but I did because I'm a nice guy, and so that is. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Just how you are so sweet. That gets, Wait, you sl- it's the like, charm. You slept- <laughs> it's the charm. Nice guy because you gave her shelter, or like right, nice guy because I- you wanted to give her a good time. You call it shelter? Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Well, the whole <laughs> I'm in shelter in a lot. I mean, technically, no- I was on top of her, no, but there was no details about was she hot? Was she really charming? Like, yeah, she showed you a lot about Florence, and she point- thought you were gay and annoying. Like. Yeah, at that point in my Europe travels, I was just expi- excited that she spoke. He was fluent sad, English. dude. He was at the end of the oh. trip, man. He was. So you taught her English? I taught her English, and then she got to use it on me. But it's funny because <laughs> right, that's what I'm saying. The, the country before what? was Portugal, and when I was in Portugal, I was in this club, and I see this beautiful woman. She kind of looks like Kim Kardashian a little bit, like who? Remarkably, <laughs> she's an actress or something. Remarkably wide hips, uh, very bosomy. And I was enamored in the club. I was like a little boy. I'm like in Europe. Like she, look at this. I taught Portuguese. her English. <laughs> this was before. I wish I had taught this girl English because when I go up to her, I find I have like three hours. And like I'm so nervous going up to girls in public. Like it's just not my thing, especially in bars because I wasn't drinking at the time. Oh, I guess we'll get into the why I started drinking. Anyway, I go up to finally. She's like doing this to me. Like would look at me and then like completely like a, like this. Like hey, like why don't you come over here? And I'd be like, oh, is this the new dance move? <laughs> you know, I was not picking up the signs. Uh, I know this one. And finally I go up to her and I go, hi, um, do, do you want to dance? It was like a samba bar. And I like to, I, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty decent Latin dancer. It's actually in the Latin dance club in high school. God, what? <laughs> and I, and I, she goes, The okay? resume on this guy. <laughs> yeah. She goes, okay. And I go, oh, no, hablas inglés. And she's like, no, no, no. And I was like, quieres bailar? And she goes to her cousin, like, hey. And then he goes, uh. Or she goes to the guy that was next to her, and, and I, he goes, hi, I'm her cousin, man. I speak English because, long story, he was living in the UK. He goes, she doesn't speak any English, though, like, not a word. Speaks French, speaks Portuguese, speaks Spanish, no Pick English. Pick one. 
And I was like, well, that sucks. I don't really speak any of those. But I was like, we could dance, though, the universal language. And <laughs> I was like, put your butt against me. Um, <laughs> so we start dancing, and like, I would be like, boy. Bueno, bueno, is you know, it's oh, fantastico, God, so you know. Cringy. It was bad, right? So smooth up until that. I was like, bueno, uh, bueno, Dubai is bueno, um, and she like barely understood my English, and then she would like lean over to the, because I'd be like, this, uh, eres muy hermosa, <laughs> you know. I'm like sweating, I'm like her butt, um, and so then she would like lean over to her cousin and be like, uh, and he would like be like, I don't want to say that, and then he would lean over and be like. Uh, you look really cute tonight, dude. I'd be like, thanks. What did she say? <laughs> oh, this is like the scene from the other uh, guys. Or it's like in Austin Powers where like Beyonce yes. and Nathan Lane. Oh yeah. my gosh, that's But then it got, we spent four days together, me, her, and her cousin. Like literally he just like. just third wheeled. He had to. to. He had no choice, but he loved it. He was so excited that I was on TV that he was like, I'll hang out all day with right, you guys. Right, right, right. And that's all power dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, the last night I was there, or the, the last day I was there, they drove me to the train station. At this point, me and her had really hitting it off, and we had had sex. You shelter. We sheltered. sheltered. <laughs> um, and the, we're driving to the uh, train station, and I go, hey, tell her next time I'm in town, I'd love to see her again. And he goes, all right. He says it to her. And she goes, oh. And oh. then she goes, tell him this, you know, in Spanish. And he goes, next time you come, she wants you to play with her ass more. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, my God. Swear to God. Swear on my life. Shut up. We had been very forward with each other the whole time. Like, he had been translating some dirty things, but that was the most. And then I was like, I kind of want to stay in Portugal. Oh, my <laughs> I'll goodness. I'll cancel my train ride. But it was it was the most, like, that trip, I, if you guys are listening right now and you're thinking about doing a solo trip, do it. Even if it's for seven days or whatever, a few days by yourself. But go be by wow. yourself because you experience a lot of fun life. It's really great. I don't think anybody listening to this is going to go and have that same experience. You can't you can't just throw that out there like that. Yeah, her name like is Kylie if you're looking for her in Portugal. Oh. Really? Shout out to Kylie. You still keep in touch? It's hard. It's keep, hard. Keeping up yeah, with Kylie. Yeah, yeah it's hard because we don't speak the same language. Where, it's a lot of Google her cousin Translate. Stopped, her cousin stopped responding to me. Yeah. Yeah. So. They're really nice. If I ever went back, I would, wow. I would definitely visit. That yeah. is so funny. Oh, but anyway, then I'm so then oh, I was the drinking. In, the drinking. I went to Rome and when I was in Rome, I was at my lowest. Like that was like my last stop out of all the cities. And I'd never drank before, so I was like, well, maybe this will make me feel better. Didn't realize it's a depressant. Yeah. And so I I'm at this Italian restaurant and <laughs> the waiter comes up to me and he's like, uh, what would you like? <laughs> I'm offended. I can't wait to and offend I'm all offended. the Italians. <laughs> no, he was like, uh, what would you like to drink? And I'm like, uh, I was so nervous I was about to drink alcohol for the first time. I'm 27 years old at this point. This is far too late to, to tell a, an adult man that I'm going to drink alcohol for the first time. And I'm an American. They're going to think I'm such an it asshole. Oh, yeah. So I go, uh, what do you guys have? And they're like, we're a Italian restaurant. We have every single thing you could imagine. And I go, do you guys have wine? He goes, literally, that's the main thing. And then I go, what types of wine do you have? He goes, buddy, we have a thousand <laughs> wines. you not One knowing thing. how to name a wine. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Could. So what type do you got? He goes, I was like, can you just bring me something? He brings me the most expensive bottle. Of course. <laughs> Top shelf, yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, well, at least it'll be, you know. Yeah, he like gives me the little start. sippy thing to try. I didn't realize that's what you're supposed to do. So I'm like, 
Thank you. Like, this isn't enough. More. <laughs> That's good. Wait. I should have done that. Uh, and so I, I took a sip and it was disgusting. Wine for the first time is not enjoyable. And I was like, no. this is amazing. What is this? Uh, <laughs> 70 something. Um, and then it, I didn't enjoy any of the drinking and I just got really sad. And I proceeded to drink more throughout the night because I was like, fuck it. I'm going to get drunk by myself. Very like living my author in Paris kind of life idea. You know, like get drunk walk down the streets alone. Nobody like knows really, like nobody's really recognizing me. So I'm like a more comfortable if I do get drunk and do some stupid shit. Uh, and I get drunk and I don't have the cool moment. I just get sad and call my dad. And I start crying like, I want to go home, man. <laughs> oh <laughs> my oh, no. gosh, what a mess. Yeah, it was not good. And then when I, I, got, I got on a flight like three days later and I am like writing in my journal. I'm like, yeah, I drank. It was, you know, because of Anthony Bourdain, because I want to do a show like that. I never want to disrespect a culture that I visit if drinking is a part of their culture. I don't want to be like, I don't drink because I'm immature, because I'm scared of drinking. That was the real reason. I just was scared of what it, of potentially getting addicted because of what's in my family. And I was like, that's not going to happen. I drank. It didn't happen. But I was all because of Anthony Bourdain. I land and my buddy picks me up and I tell him like, I drank because Anthony Bourdain. And he goes, oh, dude, you didn't hear. Anthony Bourdain killed himself Shit. while I was on the plane. Shut up. Yeah. Damn. Days after drinking. That's crazy. It was not, not the best way. So now I regret it. I shouldn't have drank. Like it's every time fault. you every time you drink a celebrity dies. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the saddest. Could you imagine? I used yeah. to have that with me. Like anytime I was having sex and Damn. somebody accidentally walked in, someone died. <laughs> <laughs> what? Sorry. This is like something you thought about. Celebr a celebrity would die every time you would have even. sex and someone walked in. There was a thing every time somebody had, would walk in on you having sex, which doesn't happen that often. But within Thank 24 God. hours of that happening, a big somebody celebrity would, die. would die. Who died? David Bowie died. <gasps> and then, um, God, I forgot the second one. It wasn't... Prince oh, or God. something? It was one... It was Prince. It was Prince. Good guess. When I saw... When I looked at you, I was like, that guy killed Prince. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me. Five. But yeah, so that, that's Shame when I started you. drinking. And I don't really drink a lot. I, I really don't drink a lot. Except for the painting show. It's like we drink as like people sub and donate. It's like part of the fun and uh i've gotten pretty drunk live now which is scary it's like that like you have like an excuse not really people don't really give excuses these days you know so like i'm just very careful but i've said some i've said some insane shit on television and not gotten in trouble i think at some point it might right. bite me in the butt but like i i love comedy i like being able to say stuff that i think is funny and other people think is funny sometimes you go too far and you know you regret it but right uh, if it's only that's life. That's <laughs> life. It's a good song. Who sings that? Frank. You know, my grandma I think hooked up with Frank Sinatra. Don't say that. Mariah's gonna have a fucking panic attack. Don't. That's well. First of all, right. his house is a couple blocks away. Well, I Former doubt he's there. I don't doubt it at all. <laughs> <He's like the laughs> Your HOA. turn. Do you ever? Do you, do you know the song uh, by Mel Torme? Do you know who Mel Torme is by any chance? He sings. He wrote the song. No. Uh, I'm not a good singer. I don't. <laughs> no, you're about to do it. You're a great get it, singer. Get it, get it, get it. Chestnuts roasting yep. on, on an, an open, open fire. fire. That's Mel's song. That's my step grand. That's my grandma's husband before she met my grandfather, Hal March. So she was friends with the Rat Pack and everybody, and was what like in that group. What the fuck? Yeah, oh yeah. boy! Hal March was also like in that group. Like they were just slaying back Damn. then. That is so cool. So what Son makes you think bitch. that your grandma got in the sack with Frank? 
with the Rat Pack? Uh, there was just like a, something I heard from like someone in my family that was like, yeah, they were they were real close. Like she was in that circle and she was single for a while, and I think they liked each other, or whatever. Ooh, wow. But I also this could have been conjecture entirely. The so, ghosts of them are like, that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> that, that They're watching true. the podcast. Cut right that now. out. Frank's like, I wish. <laughs> I can see you doing Minute to Win It, now that I think about it. Have you met Guy Fieri? I've not met Guy Fieri. <sighs> okay. Wait, can't you see Are we pronouncing his name Guy Fieri? Guy Fieri. I know, I, I know it's probably pronounced that, but like, we're... we're Have you seen him? It's probably not pronounced that. It's pro he, Guy in Fieri. His mind, he probably, when he came up with it, he goes, <laughs> I'm Guy Fiery from now on. And everyone was like, Guy we're Fire. not. How do you spell that? <laughs> we're not doing that moving forward. Yeah. No, I've not met him. I don't know what Minute to Win It is. Is that a show? It is a show. Oh, it yeah. is a show. It's a game yeah. show. I would yeah, love he, he to do a game it for a show. While. It's really fun. Who did? Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Oh, really? <laughs> Stop pronouncing his Guy name. Fiery. Guy Fieri. You're making him sound like Emerald. Like, Dude, I watched him on the fucking Food Network, next Food Network star, and that's what everybody said was Guy Fieri. So that's what He's I know. He's gonna have like he over goes, fifty shows out. He goes, "What's He's up, so, guys? Welcome so to successful. diners." He says, "What's up, guys? I'm welcome to diners, drive-ins, and dives. I'm Guy Fieri." Yeah. He says, "No, he does not." I don't know about. <laughs> if we look this Pull up, it up. He if, says, if, if he says Guy Fieri, I'm gonna fuck. And lose my it's a Mandela shit. effect. If he said Fieri, Guy Fieri, I know that's how it's pronounced, but I don't think Guy Fieri. Well, this is like, hold on. Oh, let's. Oh, let's Sean see. Evans. Knows. Sean. And today I'm joined by the patron saint of first we feast, Guy Fieri. Oh shit! Fuck you, Matt. I don't want to shake your hand. <laughs> I don't want to. Boom. It's Fuck. really pronounced like that. I thought. <sighs> shit. Guy Fieri. I... Congratulations, Heath. Oh, I was gonna say congratulations, Hunter, on all your success. Oh, it's a abrupt ending. <laughs> I'm like beyond it. proud of you, Hunter. Thank like, you. I really am. It has been so cool to see how much, yeah, you have skyrocketed with your career. And left us in the dust. It's no. Really, it's really cool looking up at you doing all those cool things. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like, looking down at you. I am nice, Matt. trying my hardest to get back into the world of what you guys do, which is creating your own content and actually like being in full control like that is what i truly admire so it's not a up or down thing by any means it is like it all comes with blessings and curses and i would be i look at what you guys do all the time I'm like oh could you imagine being able to do that all the time and like it's supporting itself even if it's like not at the level you want something to be like as a young creator if you could just make it so it, it can you can keep going for a little while do it and hope that it works out because I you agree. guys are doing it. It's awesome. I would love to do this. I would love to do my own podcast one day, and and I would love to do you know make the Twitch stuff my main source. That'd be awesome. And we'll come be guests. Really? Absolutely. And I'd love to. Pay I don't know. With you. Hopefully, we'll get considered. I mean, he's now running with Paris Hilton's whole. I know. Hey, I'll tell. Have fun Ooh. dating Iggy Azalea. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell Paris to go eat it if you guys want me to. <laughs> No, I can't do that. She's really nice. She's <laughs> powerful. Uh, but yeah, I would seriously come on the Twitch show whenever you are available. And we'll come over Absolutely. to your house. We'll make a we'll make a day out of it. We'll we have love dinner. Love inviting ourselves over. Yeah, That's for sure. No, seriously, everybody's invited. The I house is. I I'm want also to nosy. I love looking at other people's house furniture I want the layout. Skillet. Really bad. You'll get the skillet. Whatever you want, baby. Hunter, where can the people find you? If on they want TV. To... <laughs> uh, yeah, turn on like any fucking channel. <laughs> uh, you can find me on uh, Instagram. It's probably best. Uh, I apologize for how many like shirtless photos I've been posting, but he, this guy's got a fucking fifteen pack. It's a little uneven. 
What? Is it? Should be 16. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> gotta even that out. I gotta talk to somebody. Um, yeah, find me on Instagram or watch the Twitch if you like the the comedy and the fun times. We're really fun on there. It's like a lot of like, it's a lot of women watching Twitch. I think I'm the only Twitch channel that is majority women. Wow. Um, Twitch.tv slash Hunter March show. Hell yeah. Thanks. Thank you for letting me do that. And thanks for inviting me. This has been really fun. Absolutely. I love you guys so much. Sorry you couldn't have enjoyed it with Zane as well. Um, it's kind of next, a There's a right next now, time. How about you know that? What? We'll hear about all your Europe trips. Oh, there's stories to tell. I can't wait. Fuck it. Too. Don't turn that shit off. We're, we're keeping it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank all right, you good. again for coming. Really Dude, thank you guys. It. Thank you. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, audio comes out every single Monday. Spotify, Apple, everything you guys listen on. Uh, video comes out every single Tuesday. YouTube.com slash Zane and Heath unfiltered. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>